Welcome to another edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. I am Wade Bates. I got some high school boys hoops today on the show and also a little bit of wrestling. First, we're going to review last night's big game out at Randolph. I was out there in the Trailways West where Marcus Ann goes on the road and beats Randolph 59-57. to Back and forth game last night. They called it on the DailyDodge.com video stream. Marcus Ann got out to a nice lead. Then Randolph came back and took the lead. Then Marcus Ann pushed their lead to about nine points with 4.16 left. Thought the game was over after a Bryson Zolke steal and slam dunk. And then Randolph rallied. Peyton Moldenauer hit a three with 19 seconds left to tie it up. And a foul got called. And a Christian Schwant knocked down a couple of free throws to give Marquezan the two-point road victory. And also, and also keeps their hopes of a Trailways West Conference championship alive. Randolph has already clinched a share. But if things fall right on Friday night, if Cambria Friesen would beat Randolph and then... Marcus Ann takes care of Rio. You'd have a co-champion in the Trailways West. So that was a solid game last night. We're going to talk with Marcus Ann head coach John Koopman, who caught up with me after the game, and also had a talk with Tyler Fisher, Randolph's boys coach, after last night's game as well. Then we're going to head to Wolfhawn High School and bring in boys basketball coach Brett Pickards. His team took a tough loss to Campbellsport on Tuesday night, but they are eyeing up Berlin this weekend and the next week against Ripon to wrap up the regular season and their seeding meeting. We'll see what's going on with the Warriors there. Then we head to Beaverdam High School and talk some wrestling with head wrestling coach Tim Winker. He's got a couple of young men competing in the sectional at Oshkosh North this weekend. Kyler Newberger at 106 and Dietrich Jekyll at 145 will represent the Golden Beavers. That is all coming up on the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. We appreciate our fine sponsor of the program, Bruce Kaufman over at Flyway Carpet Cleaning. If you need your carpets cleaned, got to check out Bruce. Make an appointment. Find out more information at flywaycarpetcleaning.com. Whether it's your home, your apartment, you have an office complex, Bruce will do a great job on that. We have shows every Wednesday and Saturday during the high school sports season. Best way to never miss an episode is to subscribe at your favorite podcasting site. You can also like us on Facebook. Just search South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. And you can follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. Coming up next, we're going to hear from both John Koopman and Tyler Fisher after last night's big game in the Trailways West. Thank you so much for listening to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Thanks for listening to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. It's our goal on the program to promote the youth of our area and the great things they do in a positive manner. One company that shares the same vision is Bruce and the staff at Flyway Carpet Cleaning. They proudly service customers all across South Central Wisconsin, including the Beaver Dam, Burnett, Columbus, Fox Lake, Randolph, Wapan, Fond du Lac, Horicon, Juno, Mayville, Houstisford, Fall River, Clyman, Lowell, and Reeseville areas. I can tell you this, when I moved to Beaver Dam and I asked around as to who I should contact to clean my carpets, the consensus was Flyway Carpet Cleaning, and Bruce didn't disappoint. Flyway Carpet Cleaning provides residential and commercial cleaning services. Whether you need a small stain removed or your entire home or office cleaned, they have the experience and the tools to complete the job on time and on budget, all with the personal attention that you deserve. They service homes and apartments of all sizes. Whether you need a spill cleaned or hosting an event or want your floors to sparkle, you may have pet odors and stains, or just want your floors to be fresh and clean, they have you covered. When it's time to get the carpets cleaned in your office or home, I strongly recommend Flyway Carpet Cleaning. Give Bruce a call at 920-885-6188. That's 920 
885-6188 or check out flywaycarpetcleaning.com. Flyway Carpet Cleaning, they don't cut corners, they clean them. And if you see Bruce around town from Flyway Carpet Cleaning, thank him for being a part of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Last night, the Marquezan Hornets went to Randolph and edged the Trailways West leading Rockets 59-57. Christian Schwant hit a couple of free throws with 4.5 seconds left to seal the victory for the Hornets. It was a game that saw Randolph come back from nine down with about four minutes left in regulation to tie it up on a Peyton Moldenauer three-pointer with 19 seconds left. But Schwantz free throws uh, were the difference as Marcus Andow moves within a game of Randolph on top of the Trailways West with just one game to play on Friday for each team. Had a chance to talk with Coach John Koopman after the game. I said, well, this is one of those games where if you have a pacemaker, you have to check that thing. It was a wild one down the stretch, and his team came out on top. Well, yeah, that's what, uh, you know, I used to have hair. You know, I, but games like this, it, 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 you know, it takes care of that, so... But yeah, it was a it was a great game. It was one that you, we had a lot of highs. Where we're like, oh my god, we're running away with it. Then all of a sudden, it's holy crap. Here we go, it's tied. <laughs> you know, so it's it was up and down trying to hold on. But um, you know, anytime you can walk out of here with a win, uh, you know, we'll we'll take it. The guys never fold, never folded and never gave up. Even when it got close and Randolph made the run, and dang it, you knew they were gonna. They've been down before and they've. I mean, they were down to Partyville the other night with two minutes to go and one by eight. I mean, that's just kind of what they do. So you knew it was coming. I was just hoping it would be late enough in the game that it would be too late. How big of it is having a veteran group out there that have been through the battles, you know, not not to get too high or too low when you're out to a big lead, then all of a sudden they reel you in and then you're down and then you're up nine, I think, with four minutes left to just keep that even keel and make the plays. Well, I think with the senior group, and we had a lot of juniors that came in and played really well too, but the senior group that was out there um, – you know, when you, Randolph is the way they have been the last couple years, you know, all I have to say to them is, guys, this is the last shot that you're going to get at them. And I think they knew that. Uh, it was the last shot that they had at them. So they they wanted to they wanted to go get it. They were competitive. They had the look in their eye. I never thought that they were hanging their heads at all when they started coming back. They were focused. There's some things we needed to do better, obviously, that we didn't do. And some timeouts I should have called that I didn't to help us out. But... Um, you know, but just seeing the confidence in their eyes in the timeout, even when they tied it and we called timeout 14 seconds left, I called out the play we, we wanted to run, and every one of them, I knew that they were going to do what they were going to do. Now, I never got to get that far to run the play, but then Chris Sr. stepped up and knocked down free throws. Coach, you have, you're have you playing for something now, I guess, you know, on Friday night in, in your regular season, mm-hmm. I guess your regular season finale, knowing that going into that game, you have a chance maybe, depending on what happens with Randolph and Cambria, that you could be playing for a share of the title? Well, that doesn't matter if, if we don't win. Yeah. I mean, we have to win in Ryle. I mean, Against their zone, they got shooters. I mean, we had that a guy that you know we gave 28 points to, or maybe 30 points. I can't remember exactly, but we gave him a lot of points. Um, and we had to be. It took us uh, double overtime there to beat them. So they're coming in. They're going to be confident. And again, it doesn't matter what happens here. We just got to take care of Friday night, and then whatever happens, happens. Coach, you won five in a row now. And I know you asked this question before the game, though. I mean, do you like where you're at, though, trending up as you head head down the home stretch here? Yeah, I mean, we we talk about that all the time. You need to be playing your best, not at the beginning of February, but towards the middle, towards the end. And um, you know, I think our, our our schedule allows that. I think the depth of our conference, you know, allows that to where we can play our best right now and you know it's the end of four years for a lot of seniors so 
if they're not playing good, if they're not playing well by now, I don't know what they're waiting for. And yeah. they are. They're, they're, they're playing well. That happens a lot with seniors. You get towards the end, don't they? They start realizing, hey, you know, once, once this, uh, this season's over, you, maybe you don't put on a basketball jersey ever again. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, that's a, that's a reality that you can preach to them as sophomores, juniors, but until you're actually in that situation, because we've all been there, once you're there and you see that light at the end of the tunnel is getting pretty bright, uh, you know, it's hopefully. It, I mean, it gets you to dial in a little bit more. Coach, uh, I talked to you before the game as well. You know, last night was in winner number three hundred, three hundred one tonight. I think a guy as young as you look uh, could have got three hundred games. I used to have more hair. I used to have more hair, but uh, yeah, we'll take. I'll take any wins that we can get at this point. You know, three hundred is nice. It's a number. It took twenty years to get there, but um, you know, it's nice. But uh, you know, it's just. It's just all about the kids. I mean, you don't win that many games without kids. It's not anything I do. They're the ones putting the ball in the hole and playing defense and giving it everything they got, and no different than what these guys are doing. So hopefully hopefully we got a few more in us this year. Coach John Koopman, congratulations. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Marcus Ann picks up the 59-57 victory at Randolph on Tuesday night. Right now, let's bring in Tyler Fisher, Randolph's boys basketball coach on the wrong end of an exciting basketball game here tonight. Coach, you fell 59-57, just uh, you know, a game of ups and downs for both teams. Just your thoughts from your end. Yeah, uh, hats off to Marcus Ann and, and Coach Coltman's over there. He does a great job, and they were uh, well prepared coming in tonight, and we knew that ahead of time, and, and uh, they executed, and we didn't, so... Um, hats off to those guys. They, they played a great game. One of those games where you know you, you have struggled struggled early trying to find find the bottom of the net, and then you know down. I think you guys got down nine, and then you got her going, and then they got her going to start the second half. And when you look up at the clock and see you're down nine with like four minutes and change left, just uh, what's your thought process here? You called the timeout because you're able to reel them in. Yeah, um, you know we just we got to get up and, and get pressure on the ball and, and try and make something happen, right? If uh, you sit back and wait, it's you're not in a good position there. So that's what the guys did. They uh, made some plays there and, and uh, clawed themselves back into it, and then um, you know come down to the last the last uh, last few plays. So. Coach, uh, it's one of those things you have to put this one behind you because you can still take care of business on Friday night against Cambria Friesland and, and win the outright title. Yeah, absolutely, um, and that's that'll be uh, just as good a game coming in here with with uh, Derek over there in Cambria. So uh, we got some work to do. Um, so looking forward to the next uh, couple of days of practice here. Coach Tyler Fisher, thank you. Yep, thanks, Wade. And I appreciate both John Koopman from Marquezan and Tyler Fisher from Randolph for giving me some time after that game. We were on the DailyDodge.com video stream last night. That game will be posted up at DailyDodge.com in the video section if you want to watch that thriller at some point. And again, the way it sets up now on Friday night, Randolph will play host to Cambria Friesland. If the Rockets win, they will win the outright Trailways West Conference Championship. If the Rockets slip up and Marcus Ann takes care of Rio, there will be a two-way tie. They'll split the Conference Championship in the Trailways West. So a lot going on in the Trailways Conference as we head down the home stretch of this season. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question, being a teenager is tough. And what do Wisconsin's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Yeah! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. Let's head to Wapan High School right now and bring in boys basketball coach Brett Pickerts, whose squad lost a tough one to Campbellsport last night. Uh, coach, before that, you had won two games in a row. Just what's your mindset with your squad right now as we head down the home stretch of the season? Yeah, we're playing really uh, good weight right now. Uh, we're getting the ball inside to our big guy, Keegan Hartrink, and in my opinion, he's one of the better big guys in our area. He put up a ridiculous stat line last week against Winnicott. He had 30, 16, five blocks, and six assists. He's just been on a tear for us. He's upped his scoring average up to like 17 a game. Gabe Keach had 29 last week, and um, we've been having some guys come off the bench because we've had an injury um, that hopefully gets taken care of in the next couple weeks. But um, Jaden White has played really well in the last like eight games. He, he had he was two points away from a triple double actually. He had eight points, 14 assists, and 10 rebounds. So he's kind of a stat uh, stat sheet uh, uh, stuffer. And then we have some guys that played JV at the beginning of the year actually with Austin Weiss and. Uh, um, Carson Bresser playing a little bit this year. We had a, a kid leave our program, but we had those two kids stepping up big time. And um, I've been really proud of the guys of how we're battling in practice, even though we've been kind of banged up and um, had to adjust to some situations this year. But we've been playing well, and um, that starts with getting the ball inside. Coach, uh, do you like how your team has made the transition this year, you taking over now as you almost have a full body of work of a regular season? you happy with what you've seen with with, with how they've, they've adapted to your style and, and, and coaching and such? Absolutely. I think our guys play with a lot of heart and energy, which is something of reflective of my uh, personality. Um, I think we've exceeded some people's expectations. I know our conference record's not not the greatest, but we are able to sweep our non-conference opponents, and we won some big games. Um, that will be key for us on Sunday in our in our seating meeting. We went into Columbus. I know it was the first game of the year, and I know they've been playing some really good basketball. They play really good team basketball. We beat Laconia in the pit. Um, so we have some big wins in our non-conference, and um, I've, I've been really liking how the guys are buying into what we do. I'm big into preparation, and, and our guys know that um, I always have some work to do as X's and O's being 26, And but my strong point and Coach Collins, my assistant coach, our strong point is preparation, and, and our guys have done a good job of adjusting to that and uh, playing well, really hard for us this year. Coach, uh, who is in your seating, who's in your in your pod for the seating meeting coming up on Sunday? Um, let me, so... I would say it's going to be between us and Columbus for that one seed. Um, uh, Record-wise, I think some teams are down a little bit this year, but there's some really good basketball teams, and it's kind of wide open. Um, the top three teams just looking at it, uh, probably us, Columbus, Laconia, and I know Myra just had a big game over Watoma last night. Um, but you can't count out Rippon and Kiwaskum. They're long and athletic. They're good teams. and Mayville kind of gave us a run last week. They're big. They got a big, big guy, Joe Adamson, in there, and – um, Winnicani can score it. I mean, just pretty much anyone in Berlin beat Lemire when they Lemire is down a guy and they beat them with him. Um, but kind of anyone can win on any night in a regional. That's what's going to make it fun. But on Sunday, I think that four through nine seed is going to be kind of up for debate. And I think there's going to be a lot of challenges. And it'll be really interesting. It'll be my first time at a seating meeting. But uh, I think it's going to be really, really interesting with uh, some of the teams and how things shake out in the playoffs. We're just hoping to get a home game. And, um, 
be able to battle against anyone we face. Coach, obviously you have some conference teams in there, but uh, is, is that something that, that your philosophy is going along? I know it's your first year, so you probably didn't do much with the schedule, but do you like having some teams that are in your region on your schedule to kind of hopefully help uh, you know break things up and shake things up as you try to figure out where to slot teams? Yeah, absolutely. I think Keith Milkowski, I had to give him like a thank you letter. He, uh, I was a little worried about our non-conference schedule because we have a lot of road games this year, but we ended up uh, shaking a wall. But I like having a mix of teams in our regional and some teams that are not in our regional. I, I like getting to Milwaukee. Um, it's a little different style. They play a little matchup zone when we play university school down there. It's a little more up-tempo, and it's good for our guys to see better athletes. They had a big 6'8 kid, and it's good to see them play against better athletes, but it's good also to play some flyway teams. Like we played WLA, who is going to end up winning the flyway conference, and that's going to be a huge key point um, in our in our seating meeting. We played Laconia, and that's a fun game because it's so close. And um, I just like playing some teams in our regional and some teams out of our regional, and um, just to get a mix of things and seeing different teams that will prepare us for the playoffs. But I, I was really happy with how we took care of and executed our non-conference schedule um, this year. Hey, you know, football in the next couple of years is going to a computer seating. Is that something you'd be in favor of on the basketball side as well? If football goes goes well. I think it kind of depends on what the formula is, with what they're going to use, and how that kind of. I haven't done much research into that, but I know in some seating meetings it can be political. I think this year it's going to be um, kind of what conference stands up for who in the, in the seating meeting, and I think some teams are going to be negatively affected by that. But I know I think. Honestly, the more we can do with um, making the game more statistical and based on data and and, and, and the computer program, I don't think would be a bad thing. I think that's probably what's going to happen. Um, I know there's some issues, even when I was an assistant at BRAM, with some coaches um, in different conferences voting for each other. I think that's ultimately the best solution um, for what the playoffs are going to be going forward. And I'm interested to see how it will work out in football, but I'm open to it. I just would like to see how they're going to – formulate that if it's going to be based on wins like strength schedule i just don't I'm, i guess it's, it's still in the early stages of where um to make a decision on that but i i would be in favor of it if it uh, cuts down on some of the political things that happen in seating meetings uh, coach you know, gabe keach and you know even keegan hard drink this year have put up some pretty nice stat lines those guys have any interest in playing basketball at the next level um so i know a couple of coaches have reached out to keegan He's, he's actually a baseball first guy. Um, he's a catcher, which is crazy. When I first met him, he's he's like anything that Keegan. He's 6'4 and has a wingspan of like 6'8. So he's, when you think he'd be a catcher, it's kind of awkward. But he's a really good baseball player. And I know he's looking maybe to play like a junior college or something and um, get, go to school. I don't know if he wants to go to a four-year right away. But Gabe Keech is going to lacrosse, and he kind of w- wanted to wait and see on it on um, – this college basketball decisions. I know he's going to school with Jaden White at UW Lacrosse, which is my alma mater, so it's a really good school. But I'm not sure if he's interested in playing basketball. I think he um, he really loves basketball, but I mean, he, I know they'd be happy to have him. Um, he's a really good player, but um, he's just not really sure on what he wants to do yet. I think that decision will maybe come at the end of the season this year. Coach, what are some of the things that have to happen for your team if you want to make a little run here in the in the postseason? Yeah, I think we need to maybe fine-tune some things on the defensive end. Um, we're giving up kind of uh, some some boards on the offensive class when we're playing teams. That's something we've kind of struggled with the last couple games, but we're going to fine-tune that and focus. We only have two games here in the next week, and we have a week to prepare for a really good ripping team. I think we just got to clean some things up on the glass and do the little things right because we're playing really well offensively right now. We just need to clean up like the little things and making big shots and um, cleaning up some of our turnovers. We haven't turned the ball over a ton, but we know that the margin of error for the playoffs is going to be a lot 
less when we play good teams that are good on the glass and we have two really good rebounders and we just got to get some contributions from other guys on the glass um, and really be tough on that end. Well, Coach Brett Pickards, head uh, boys uh, basketball coach at Wapan, I appreciate the time you've given us here today, and uh, we'll chat somewhere down the line. Hopefully, if you can make a little run in the postseason. Thank you, Wade. Appreciate it. We'll get back to more of the coaches on the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report in just a second. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the show. I have a question for you. Is it time to get the carpets cleaned in your home, office, or apartment? If so, I strongly encourage you to contact Bruce at Flyway Carpet Cleaning. Bruce from Flyway Carpet Cleaning is the only person ever to clean the carpets in my current home. He did a fantastic job at an affordable price, and I'm a strong believer in supporting those who give back to the communities that they serve as well. And Bruce and the staff at Flyway Carpet Cleaning are always supporters of our area youth as they compete in high school athletics, in school, or in extracurricular activities. I always see Bruce and Flyway Carpet Cleaning involved. Flyway Carpet Cleaning provides residential and commercial cleaning services all across South Central Wisconsin. Whether you need a small stain removed or your entire home or office cleaned, they have the experience and tools to complete the job on time and on budget, all with the personal attention that you deserve. Now, did you find water in your finished basement and need it out as soon as possible before any more damage is done? Flyway Carpet Cleaning is the place to call. They also offer emergency services in case life happens and you need your carpet cleaned as soon as possible. When it's time to get the carpets cleaned in your home, apartment, or office, you need to call Flyway Carpet Cleaning. Give Bruce a call at 920-885-6188. That's 920-885-6188. Or check out flywaycarpetcleaning.com. Flyway Carpet Cleaning, they don't cut corners, they clean them. Let's head to Beaver Dam High School right now and talk a little high school wrestling as we're going to bring in head coach Tim Winker as his team has sent two young men to sectionals. Before we talk about those guys, coach, just your overall impressions of uh, how the season went uh, for your Beaver Dam squad this year. Uh, we learned a lot this year. Uh, we had a lot of early injuries to some of our seniors, some of our more experienced quality wrestlers, um, and it really created a lot of opportunities for some of our young kids to step into a varsity lineup. Um, Obviously not an ideal situation for them to be in, but I think they learned a lot about themselves and we learned a lot about ourselves as coaches to um, work with them and help them be successful and stay positive throughout the year. How big of a difference is it for a young man who maybe thinks that he's going to be wrestling JV to move up to the varsity? How much difference is that? Is that wrestling JV compared to moving up and, and seeing quality time uh, in varsity meets? Oh, it's a huge difference. You're going from a lot of underclassmen or less experienced wrestlers to some upperclassmen and very seasoned wrestlers who have had a lot of experience and a lot of time on the mat and really know what they're doing. So um, it's a huge step, especially you start getting to upper weights where you might be a 15-year-old wrestling a, an 18-year-old man. So uh, making that jump can be, can be quite a challenge. You know, I know one of the things that, that I got out to a match or two this year, you had the dual basketball game slash wrestling meet this year and uh, one of the things I thought just hearing from people that kind of exposed a lot of people to the product that Beaver Dam has and, and, and the excitement that wrestling meets have to offer. Yeah I thought it went uh, extremely well um, it was very good especially for the first time trying it um, obviously it didn't go so well on the, the score on our end but um, it was very positive and I thought it was very good to see you know, some of the parents sneaking over to the edge of the bleachers so they could watch both go on at the same time. So um, it'll be an interesting experience to see uh, if we can do it again next year. You know, one of the things that I like, though, too, kind of got the juices flowing for people. They don't realize how intense uh, a dual meet is uh, when it comes to watching varsity high school wrestling. It's an exciting time because some people haven't been exposed to it, maybe don't, don't understand uh, the excitement that goes into to every match. 
Yeah, um, I mean, wrestling is a, a combat sport if you really look at it. So just that hand-to-hand struggle between two young men is uh, can be very exciting and you know, trying to establish control over your opponent. Um, unless you've really seen a lot of it, it's it, it's exciting and you know, new to watch. And I'm glad that you know we got to bring in a lot more people to expose them to the sport of wrestling and uh, continue to grow the sport. Coach, you got a two young men heading to the sectionals uh, this uh, I guess this weekend. Uh, can you kind of talk about uh, uh, the two young men who earned their way with the regional places last week? Yep. Uh, Kyler Newbergers uh, placed fourth at 106, so he qualified for sectionals. Um, really just got into a tough bracket again this year. Um, a lot of quality opponents in there. Um, I mean, he's he has all the ability to be able to compete with those top-level kids and um, – hopefully learn a little bit from this weekend and be able to uh, avenge a couple of those losses and um, place top two and hopefully go to state this week. Can you talk a little bit about, if people haven't seen him wrestle, describe his wrestling style. Uh, well, being at 106, he uh, he tends to be a lot quicker and uh, trying to attack and create angles. Um, you know, you get some of your upper weights where they're trying to physically outmatch their opponent. Um, Kyler's using a lot of speed and technique to try to create angles and gain advantage. How about 145? No, we also have another wrestler that's going to be competing this weekend. Yep, Dietrich Jekyll uh, qualified, took third at 145. Um, lost two close matches to uh, the first and second place kids. Um, so those are both matches that we think he can get back this weekend. Um, and a choice if you're going to win one and lose one, I'd rather win this weekend than, than this past weekend. So um, looking forward to him uh, growing a little bit from those matches and uh, trying to improve and see if he can... Uh, avenge a couple of those losses and finish top two qualify for state. Can you talk about his style as well, uh, uh, what, what he brings to the mat? Dietrich is very intense. He has a, he has a battery that just doesn't stop. I mean, he, he comes at you right away, and he's taking his shots, and he is just on his opponent the entire match. So um, it takes a lot for his opponents to keep up with him for six minutes, and uh, he just tries to wear guys down and just – establish his style of wrestling throughout the entire match now you compete in a lot of events as, as, a, as a wrestler just from your perspective do you, do you like seeing wrestlers you've seen before out on the mat or would you rather like the unknown of maybe seeing a wrestler that, that, that's new when, when you, you know, get out on the mat um i guess it depends how your opponent matches up with your style some styles match up well other styles they just kind of clash um for me i was slow you know strong slowing people down making wrestle my match um somebody else might be a little bit quicker um so for me wrestling somebody that was a very fast quick opponent i struggled with it i had to you know control risk slow them down and make them uh, be able to use my strength over their speed um other guys they're using their speed so they're trying to stay out in the open create angles and attack from the side uh and stay away from that strength and that weight so you have two wrestlers uh, going to sectionals. You get some of the other kids come down and, uh, and, and back those guys and, and, uh, and give them support as they try to punch their ticket to Madison? Yeah, we're hoping to get as many people there to come and watch, support those guys. Um, certainly their success also reflects on our team. Um, so getting as many people out there to, to watch and support them would be uh, great for the sport and great for Beaver Dam Wrestling. Once again, Kyler Newberger at 106 and Dietrich Jekyll at 145 representing the Beaver Dam Golden Beaver Wrestling Team at the sectional at Oshkosh on Saturday. Good luck to those guys. Thank you so much, Coach, for giving me some time. Thank you very much. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. 
But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Wisconsin knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Wisconsin needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. I'd like to thank the coaches for joining me today on the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report, both John Koopman and Tyler Fisher, coaches at Marquezan and Randolph, respectively, for giving me some time after the game last night in Randolph. Also, Brett Pickerts, the head boys coach at Wapan High School for giving us some time talking about Warrior Basketball as we head down the home stretch of the season. And Beaver Dam Wrestling Coach Tim Winker. As he previewed the sectional with Kyler Newberger at 106 and Dietrich Jekyll at 145 heading to Oshkosh on Saturday representing the Golden Beavers. We also need to thank Bruce Coffin over at Flyway Carpet Cleaning for being a part of the show. If you need your carpet cleaned, check out flywaycarpetcleaning.com. We will have another show on Saturday. We're going to talk a little Division II girls basketball. Our good buddies Jack Nortman and Dan Yaganin going to stop by. We'll preview the Division 2 field. Also have a couple of other guests as well as we wind down the winter sports season here on the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Never miss an episode. We have shows every Wednesday and Saturday. Subscribe at your favorite podcasting site, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Podbean. Just search South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. You can like the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. Till Saturday, I am Wade Bates. Thanks for listening to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report.